Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on today's episode we are going back to the Creator Spotlight series that we've been doing. And we're going to feature today uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, uh, creator behind uh, titles like uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, uh, Seconds, Snot Girl, uh, Lost at Sea, and... Uh, some other upcoming stuff but uh, we're gonna go ahead and get this thing going what's going on guys this is Ron and this is Hyde and I'm Michael and I think a lot of the stuff with with uh, Brian Lee O'Malley jumps off from Scott Pilgrim that seems to be where everybody gets into him and then you you they backtrack re- you backtrack or you go and read the later stuff because that is easily his most accessible and popular work, right? Funny I mean, enough, that's not my first book I read of correct, Brian Lee O'Malley. Correct. You you are the exception, I think, that proves uh, the rule. Sometimes, yeah. What, what, what did you read? I uh, started off with Seconds, actually. Thanks, Re- Hyde. Oh, really? He uh, often, uh, he recommended me to read that book. Was what, that when you like were a first year? Yeah. When you were a customer? Or? No, no, no. When I was started working here, oh, I just okay. wanted, needed stuff to read, wanted to catch up on stuff, and he told me to read okay. that at random. So Interesting. Um, so, uh, for those that don't know, Brian Lee O'Malley is a Canadian cartoonist who... Um, he started work as uh, lettering for Oni Press, and he did covers for random dynamite. Uh, di- yeah, but I mean, he did uh, famously he did covers for uh, Hopeless Savage, which is an Oni Press book that I've never read, but I know he did the covers for them. Um, and then he was able to do Lost at Sea, uh, which I think was his first, you know, big creator own or big. Uh, well, Lost, Lost at Sea and Hopeless Savages came out at the same time. He was actually both artist and anchor on Hopeless Savages, as well as doing the covers. Oh, really? I thought he only yeah. did the covers. Okay. No, he, he was doing the interior as well. Okay, on some cool. Of those. Um, but those were. But both. he didn't write that one. The first mm-hmm. one he wrote was Lost at Sea. Yeah, the first one he was written written was by Lost at Sea. Because yeah, he's he's famous for being one of the writer artist combos. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. You know, which I, there, there's there's not a huge amount of those uh, that make it. To that level, no, right. There's, I mean, there's a ton of it in the small press, you know, section. It's a, it's a lot of writer artists, of course, yeah. you know, um, and that's great. But you know, I think is he the benchmark for uh, for success in comics as a writer as a writer artist combo? He's one of the I ones mean, you talk about for sure. I think I think he's one of the top. He he top le- tier. he heads the conversation for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, you'll get writers like Hickman has that new book where he's drawing it. Right, he's done it, before. but he's not but known it's, as it's an very, artist. Uh, it's like Alan Moore drew some issues of books too, but I mean, like he's not known as I'm an not, artist. Does Brian do uh, computer? Like, I don't digital know. Or? I no, uh, no it, he's half and half. Okay, he's, that's what I he's a lot. I mean, most people um, are nowadays. Uh, nowadays, he's a lot of half and half. Yeah. I mean, Jim Lee was a writer artist too, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but it, nowadays, I mean, Neil Adams is the same way too. True, yeah, and McFarlane. Yeah, um, but nowadays, it just seems to be uh, relegated to small press indie stuff to be uh, yeah. a big name or to, or, or to be you know that the writer artist combo. But uh, I guess he's broken out of it. He's still indie. I mean, always very, for, yeah, very yeah, much still sure. super indie. Um, but uh, let's go. We're going to save Scott Pilgrim because that's the big one. Um, I think let's let's start it off with with a seconds. Um, Hyde, can you tell me a little bit about seconds? So seconds is once again one of those other twenty something year old millennial kind of stories right. of this girl who dreams of having it seems to be a lot of his stuff it's very that. much uh, she dreams of having one of the best restaurants in the town okay um, obviously as most of his stuff goes things don't go her way a lot of course. Um, relationship wise business wise just things start falling apart and so she wishes she had second chances to ah, do a lot of things I see um, and she finds out that this it was almost like a spirit. A spirit. Yeah. It like I a, mean, that's it, what they call it. It was, an, it was so. an old house spirit that lived in her place. Has mushrooms. Which that was the... It was the restaurant that she works at now, I guess, technically. Yeah. And she lived upstairs. In that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, she... That house... The spirit of the area had these mushrooms that allowed you to travel back and redo these as second chances and okay. fix the mistakes you made, but... As she was going on, she was learning that as she was fixing those mistakes, it wasn't leading her to where she wanted to go. For sure, yeah. And what are you? Um, because so so, Ron, tell me about when you read Seconds because uh, you read it for the first time as not really knowing. Right. I mean, I obviously and I know you I only read the Scott movie. Pilgrim recently. Recently, uh, yeah, Seconds. Yeah. There's well, a movie. Uh, 
No, no, no. I was watching. Oh, I you watched watch Scott Pilgrim. I obviously. understand. Okay, there's a second movie. <laughs> <It'd> be, <laughs> I mean, how I missed that good. one. Uh, but yeah, when I was when I was reading it for the first time, um, it's a very qu- good read. It's very quick. Yeah, because it's just one volume. Yeah, right? yeah, it's one. It's one big. Gra- just like graphic a, novel, like 250 pages or Some, something like something that, like yeah. which yeah, is yeah, not yeah. much for a graphic no. novel. No, no, but it it's not like 250 Watchmen pages, right? No. Like it's but he creates the world in a way, like you, like the characters have been there for a while, like right. it's like they're set in, like it's it just intru- puts you right in the middle of it. Well, pretty much, he, yeah, it, yeah. it's funny too because it's so the name of her restaurant is called Seconds. Yeah, the name of well. restaurant is called restaurant is called Seconds. Um, but it's funny because it's set in the same world as Scott Pilgrim. Is it that really? I did not know. Uh, there's actually a couple panels as you go through, especially in the restaurant. That's actually one of the restaurants uh, Scott and Ramona actually go to. Huh. So you actually see them in a few panels in the book. Oh, really? Because cool. yeah. I've, I've never I read Seconds. Go back and take a look at it. Um, it's on my list of things to... I bought it recently, but I just haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it's, I've always wanted to because um, I got introduced to Brian Lee O'Malley through the um, Scott Pilgrim movie. I think as a lot of people did. Most people, yeah. Mo- most, uh, I mean, most people who aren't like super into indie comics. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, Scott Pilgrim was, a, was wildly popular, but I mean, for, for sure. an Oni Press book. Yeah. You know, it wasn't wildly popular like, you know. Batman. It, it didn't have the crossover that Saga has now. You Correct, know, like, yeah. Um, but it sort of paved the way for things like saga you know i think i think i think the the idea of scott pilgrim helped because you were pulling in this book didn't just pull in comic book people it pulled in gamers it pulled it for musicians yeah right i mean it it was a whole broad spectrum and now i mean you look at things like saga and seven to eternity some of these books actually get mentioned on npr now too right so i mean i think this is one of the early um indie books like this I mean that sort of broke into mainstream um, because before this I don't really know um, but uh, this is definitely the launching point for a lot of people into A. Brian Lee O'Malley and B. Indie books in general because uh, they're like oh I like this this was cool you know this let's check out this uh, this other stuff that he's written yeah. or the other stuff from this company right. or this other stuff in this section in Bedrock City you know they walk sure. over to the wall yeah, and they yeah. see Scott Pilgrim, but right next to that, they might find, you know, Saints something or Saints sh- or you know Sand or yeah. whatever. You know, lots of cool stuff that's you know just right next to it. Um, but uh, what about Lost at Sea? Um, have you have you read um, much of that? I have read because um, I know that one is a little darker than it is. <laughs> it is definitely feel filled with that twenty something angst. Angst, right? Um, it's a lot of. It's definitely his darker work. Okay. And I think and it's as out of print too, right? It is out of print right now. Is right? it really? Yeah. Um, you can get it on Comixology. Yeah, and I think Amazon might still have a few copies left right, as well. Right, right. Maybe Barnes and Nobles, but I know through us we, yeah, we, can, we haven't been able to get it. Diamond doesn't carry it anymore. Um well, it's not in print, so But it's about once again it focuses around another female lead and her group of friends that decide to take a road travel through um, and you kind of realize that this girl hates pretty much everything. Oh wow! Really? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's hide in oh. in comic book form. I'm not well saying, then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but it's it's weird too because the girl has some weird quirks. Like she believes her soul was stolen by a cat, and <laughs> she's just really it, yeah. I mean, it it was such an out there series for her. Okay. Um, Him. No, oh, for for oh, for, for the, the character, character. Okay. it was just it was a weird thing for the character, and it's a weird thing as an overall tone because there's points, there's a lot of cursing in it too. Really, is there, is there really? There is a lot, and it's not like bleeped out cursing. It's straight oh, up like, like not right, like cool. it's not girl. Yeah. yeah, it's not girl. Yeah, it's they they more or less. You know all what they're, you know out, what yeah. they're saying. It's yeah. not girl, but right. they don't have it in there. But she's like pretty much. I hate these. People. Really, oh. and I'm just cool. like, okay, wow, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, it's a it's <laughs> cool, a coming. It's think of it like it's a darker version of Paper Towns because it's a coming of age story kind of okay. thing. And um, okay, obviously there's like love found at the end of it. So. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean that's again, I want to read that. Um, so if I want to read it, I have to get it on Comicsology or go find it in some old, you know. I guess Barnes and Noble. Somebody maybe. has that. Yeah, yeah someone I mean, you can find it. I'm sure. I bet you one of our stores probably one, still has a yeah. copy or somewhere. 
Yeah. Or somebody bought it. Because I think I think I bought or somebody. I think I bought one somebody copy of it. from Clear Lake. I had it transferred over here for me. So. Right, right, right. Um, but so let's. What is what is the conversation like uh, about Brian Lee O'Malley? When so, do you do you jump to him when recommending somebody who get away from Marvel and DC? Because you get that a lot, right? You get a lot of people who say, you know, I'm really tired of Marvel and DC. Of um, and to me, one of my first books to jump to is uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the really? World, which is, um, I think, yeah, super accessible. Um, it's weird though because it has a main character that you don't really like because Scott kind of sucks. Like, you're not supposed to. I, to my understanding, I think Seconds was really kind of the only book where so you like his main. Where character. you like his main character? Uh, I, I like Lottie from Snot Girl. She's weird. I don't like Lottie. Lottie's, Lottie's, Lottie is. She only cares about herself at for the she most does. part. <laughs> But yeah, but because um, he treats we'll, everybody horrible, we'll get this. We'll get this yeah, yeah, in a bit. But um, Scott Pilgrim is always one of the books that I, um, you know, go to recommending. If it's like, oh, it's one of the things like Star Wars. Like, oh, you haven't watched this? For what sure. are you doing? Yeah. You need to well, just go read this. Not that many people out there that right. haven't watched it. So, um, well, I, and I also I misspoke. It's not called the movie is called Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The book is just called. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I think each individual chapter had a different had a subtitle, subtitle right? to it, and then it just became Versus the World for the movie. Right. Um, and I know um, the movie actually came out before the last volume came out, which... Um, Did it really? Yes. Um, and so it got optioned and then got made into the movie. Uh, and so the last volume is very different from the end of the movie. They end very differently. Um, but... Uh, th- the plot of Scott Pilgrim, for those that don't know, if you haven't read it, it's a uh, there's a guy. The main character, Scott Pilgrim, um, is obsessed with this girl Ramona Flowers. He's in a uh, he's in a band called uh, Sex Bomb. Sex Bombs. Th- there's a ton of old Nintendo references yeah. in this, like um, Bob Omb, obviously in his name. There's uh, they play against a band called Crash and the Boys, uh, <laughs> which is a really uh, a Kind of, I think I thought that was an obscure NES game because I have a copy of that. I used to play a lot when I was a kid, but I don't think it's pretty uncommon. Hmm. Called Crash the Boys. It's like a track and field game where really? you play as different schools huh. who are like you know you go swim against each other and then you go throw bottles at each other. Like it's just a really weird game. And then there's uh, Clash at Demon Head. There's a yep. bunch. There's a bunch of uh, old school Nintendo games in there uh, references, and the whole thing is video game related. But um, anyway, the plot is Scott. Uh, is obsessed with this girl, Ramona Flowers, uh, and she agrees to go out with him. But she has to, de- but he has to defeat her her evil exes. Yeah. Right? And so, in in the video game boss battle style, of course, he has all these uh, epic level boss battles. Get the coins at the end. Yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> it, was so it, it was so cool, just especially with that movie, just to see who they ended up getting for it. Oh but, yeah, the people. I mean, you had Thomas Jane, you had Brandon Routh, you had Chris Evans, Chris Evans, um, Michael Andrew, Sarah, Michael Sarah, <laughs> Anna Kendrick, Michael Sa- Michael Sarah playing Michael Sarah. Yeah, oh, he, I mean, he plays Michael <laughs> Sarah in every movie, right. but, except you know. for the Lego Batman movie, where well, he's playing the proper version of Robin, which has yet to be seen. We'll we'll see he's if he's playing the pro- proper version of Dick Grayson. Don't <laughs> give me that. <laughs> Come on, Batman, let's go party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Horrible. so with Scott Pilgrim. Hyde was did you see the movie first or did you read the book first I was reading the book and then the movie came out um it was kind of weird to go into it knowing that well the series isn't done right so why did I want to go see this and I I think I remember that was kind of one of those movies that it was like 10 o'clock me and a few of my friends were like well we're gonna just go see this okay just for kicks and we didn't I knew about the book my friends didn't so it was actually it was pretty surprisingly enjoyable, for especially I, for what it was. I think it's, uh, aside from, well, actually, there's a lot of differences. but I think There's a lot but of differences. It's, it's a pretty good adaptation in that they, they skip over a lot of stuff, like um, the whole time travel. Or yeah. The, the, the door stuff. The, is, like the, 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 the dream The travel. weird dream sequences. Yeah, that's not in the book at all. Well, it is. It's not in the movie at sort all. Sort of. But not like it is in the book. Yeah. Like it's a whole okay. big thing in the book. The whole, really I, think, I think it's almost like two whole chapters in one of the volumes, yeah, if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, and then they, it was just kind of used as a brush over to transition right. between two points in the movie. Right. 
Um, but it, just little things like that. But um, what about you, Ron? Uh, when did you see Scott Pilgrim for the? Did you see it in theaters? Or did you see I it at home? I did not see it in theaters. I saw it I, when it was on DVD. I don't right. know how far after after its release. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw it at home because I just I looked at the cover of the DVD and I was like, like "Well, what this is looks this? awesome, right?" It's one. Of I those don't know movies. what it is. It looks awesome. <laughs> it's one of those movies that definitely got its following on DVD. For sure. I, it, it did. I mean, it it's made, like it's like the Judge Dredd movie. I mean, it's right. that it's it's, it's like, a cult movie at this well, point. Well, it's like uh, Donnie Darko didn't make any money theatrically, yeah. and then it didn't find its audience until it got released on uh, home video. You know, and then it just got you know super popular. Uh, and I think Scott Pilgrim is the same way. It 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 did okay at the box office, but it was by no means like a smash success. But no one even expected it to be as no, good as it was. No, of course not. It didn't. I mean, it's an adaptation of a silly indie book. Like, but it's so funny too because whenever I go back and I'm just I'm at home. I don't feel like playing video games. I'm out of books to read, which is rarely ever nowadays. Yeah, right. Um, you don't want to read the books you have right now. It was I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's, kinda, that's yeah. the excuse. It's like I've got books to read. I was like, I got, I got a stack yeah. of Star Wars EU books like this that I need to read. But I'd rather just scroll through Facebook for a little bit. Yeah, but it's like, well, I need some background noise. I'll throw on Scott Pilgrim. Of course. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's I don't feel like putting on Family Guy because I know all the tired out jokes, but no. I can enjoy Scott Pilgrim for sure. Was yeah, it some yeah. sort of bug? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good job. It's a, it's an in joke here. No. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no I guy. know what you mean. Um, I saw I didn't see Scott Pilgrim in theaters either. I it just completely went over my or under my radar, I guess. Um, and then I went over to some friend's house uh, to a friend's house, and they made me watch it. And I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Because I, I normally don't like watching. I don't like the pressure when someone sells a movie to you really yeah, hard, for sure. and then you have to watch it with them. Right, it I takes it. It takes it away. A bit. Your friend just looking at you like, ha ha. ha. I, ha I hate. You that. don't like that part. Ha ha. I hate that. That's the funny part. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm obligated to like it. Right, for sure. And yeah, it makes yeah, yeah. me really uncomfortable and nervous. But it, that didn't happen at all during Scott Pilgrim because it was great. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the soundtrack was good. It was. I, I loved. I love all the Sex Bomb songs. Yep. Um, and one of the funny things in uh, in Volume One, and actually in all of them, really, um, during the band practice, I'm flipping through the book here, so you're you're gonna hear it. But um, yeah, here it is. Uh, they give you in the re- in the reprint in the original one, they didn't do this, but they give you the uh, the chords, so right. you, so you can play yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You can play yeah, it. Yeah, I remember you telling me Which is that. awesome. Like that's so great. Like it's, it's I always appreciate that l- that those little details. You know what what is this? I was just showing, oh, yeah. showing him the section. What are the chords, Ron? What do we got here? Does it tell me? I, I, Ron, I Ron plays guitar. I, I, sure I do. No, mm-hmm. It's a, uh, a G. Oh, it's a G? Uh-huh. We got a G chord here. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, got a nice little G chord. What is it? The standard punk rock chords? Yeah, G, C, E minor. Yep. That's a standard. What's, what's, what's the key? T- what's the, the tuning? Uh, is it, is it, it standard? Is standard tuning. Okay. Uh, I was about to drop D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, drop D would be, wouldn't be punk. It's st- Punk is just standard tuning. Yeah. Uh, and it, it says here in a little box, uh, "Hey kids, now you can play along with Sex Bomb at home. It's easy because th- they're kind of crappy. <laughs> Look, the whole song only uses three chords: G, C, and E minor. That's pretty good. And it's the time is four four rock fast, hard, and sloppy. So and do I need a capo? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, for, for punk. Yeah, punk rock loves capos. If there's one thing I know about punk rock." They love capos. Only if Ron, you're Jack uh, Mannequin. Ron, a capo. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Uh, so on the on the on the guitar uh, on the neck, you can put this little bar that clips onto it. I've seen that to alter the tuning without having to change the pegs. Ah, word. So basically, it's 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 like a way <laughs> when you if you change the tuning of the guitar, you have to the chords become different shapes. Mm-hmm. But this one, you just sort of slide it down and you play the same G shape that you would up here. You just play it lower. So it's just. It's just a Word. it's a quick and easy way to yeah instead of tuning it right instead of tuning your guitar you can just I think well you just can't so put up with the seventh fret I think yeah. Reliant Reliant person. K and Jack's Mannequin are the only two punk bands that I know that use cap- capos on their music capos <laughs> it's like I, I always associate so like the easy way out yeah like um the, yeah I, well it's I imagine it's more for playing live, live. yeah it's, ah, for uh, sure I always associate capos with like folk rock like you know like yeah. the Woody Guthrie's and you know <laughs> with you know they they just you know, move the capo along and just it real. It makes things really easy. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no. So that's punk rock. That's a, that's music one hundred and one uh, <laughs> with Ron, where we teach Ron a music lesson every week. Yay! It's like teaching the Black Eyed Peas. 
bringing a guitar. What's that? <laughs> is that for Family Guy? It is. Oh. There you so go. That sounded like a Family Guy joke. I don't. Wa- I don't watch Family Guy, but I could pick the joke. You can pick. The, yeah, uh, it's, it's easy. Like, but it's everyone like, can enjoy them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, because I didn't have to sit there and watch a thirty-second cutaway and they, they also show me exactly. The black well, but they do though. <laughs> hey, Fergie knows a guitar. Does she? She doesn't know her own lyrics. Does she? You, are you talking about Mariah? Carey? No, Fergie. <laughs> I was like two years ago. Fergie had to look up her phone on her lyrics during a performance. Nah, uh, well, you know, whatever. Leave Fergie they make alone. tons of music. I mean, no, Will I Am makes tons of music. Yeah, I, I believe Will I Am might not know some of the lyrics, but I mean, Fergie didn't really have an excuse. Hey, she had an album, Fergalicious. <sighs> it had her, it had that uh, London Bridges. Fallen Down? Yeah, something like that. Definitious? <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's our black. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this podcast come to you. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, just speaking of Fergie, uh, was she in Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> she was on Scott Pilgrim. Um, there's a dance game that my girlfriend plays on my Xbox. Uh, just dance? No, Dance Central. Ah, the one, made, the, made, the the good one made not by the, not the same thing. Cool. No, it's not. It, <laughs> it's not. Well, because Dance Central is made by Harmonix that made that created Guitar Hero and Rock Band, so mm-hmm. it's a legitimately good game. Ah, I got you. Um, because sure. Just Dance, you can play on the Wii and you can just cheat. Well, but um, there was a there was a Will I Am and Justin Bieber song, and I didn't know what it was. I was just like, she was playing it, and I was doing something else. I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Who is this? She's like, Will I Am and Justin Bieber. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no. There, yeah, it happened to me once too. There was a, a Will I Am song, but it has Britney Spears in it and someone else, and Does I don't really, I don't remember what it is. I'll have to play it for y'all later. Yeah, we a, can't play it over the podcast because oh, it's I'm very sure. dirty. But <laughs> Bro, Be- Bieber's Bieber got the hits, man. He, 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 yeah, you know he does. <laughs> when all the dads are hitting him for wow. <laughs> corrupting their daughters, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Hyde. He tried. He tried. He did. But, that um, was a stretch. But yeah. Uh, much like the dad's arms stretch out to punch. I mean, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help hide out. Just as um, bad. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, um, so I saw Scott Pilgrim at my friend's house for the first time and fell in love with it. And I went out and literally the next day bought the uh, probably the DVD because I didn't have Blu-rays at that point. I had Blu-rays <laughs> when you first saw it. I mean, yeah, it was. It was, it was actually it was actually one of the first movies I bought. On, well, no, that's a lie because The Patriot was the first movie I bought on Blu-ray. <laughs> I was not a Blu-ray early adopter. Um, I was an HD DVD early adopter. Oh, I bet you, you like really? that King Kong. <laughs> Dude, there's like 15 movies on HD DVD, <laughs> and I have all of them. No, no, my problem. Oh gosh, this is completely unrelated. But the reason I picked it was purely naming. I thought HD DVD. Makes more sense than Blu-ray, Blu-ray. and I still yeah. I still hold true to that. I think that I mean, do you want the DVD or the HD DVD? HD DVD. Well, yeah, I mean, or or the Blu-ray. Well, like, well, what's uh, that? How is that? And what's the, sure. what's the difference between this and the Blu-ray? You know, you have to explain it to somebody who doesn't know. Right. But then it completely failed because it was well, yeah, because it was wasn't it? backed by the adult entertainment industry. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, what, whatever porn is on, that's what wins. <laughs> that's why VHS beat Beta. Because porn wasn't on beta, it was on VHS. See, I went with the PC term. You're just all straight out there. <laughs> um, well, was was did they make porn on Laserdisc? I don't. You're know. a Laserdisc collector. I don't. I don't have any of that <laughs> on Laserdisc. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> all two movies. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, you got to flip the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, there's no uh, point to get it. Man. Yeah, no, it's a waste of time. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I bought. Shame. <laughs> I, I bought the DVD immediately after watching the movie, and I, and I really loved it. Um, I just got it on a blue- steelbook. I have, I have oh, I got yeah, the book. Yeah. I don't know if I have steelbook Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't. I know it I was have at, it on Blu-ray, but I don't know if I have it on. Was that movie exchange oh. at one point? I was like, oh yeah. I don't know if I. Ha- I know I have it on Blu-ray. It's pretty sweet. There's two versions of it on Blu-ray too. There's a director's cut and a regular, and they have different covers. Uh, yeah. There's a red one and a blue one. Uh, I have the red one. I don't know which one that is, but I have the red one. I have the I, ultimate I one. I have the one that comes with both of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah it's really annoying because it was out of print on Blu-ray for a while, yeah. and it was a very oh, expensive really? Blu-ray to get hmm. for no good reason. There's no reason for that not to be in print. You know, it's right. a popular I just, movie. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know because it's kind of one of those things. Like, I'm, once again, going to movie exchange, there was the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, and they wanted forty-two dollars for the it. Movie exchange is tripping. Yeah, most so, of the, yeah. Most but it, most of the time. I, it's still kind of one of those things. It's Shout like, there's out no, movie exchange. There, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason for those movies. There's no reason to pay a hundred dollars for a Blu-ray. True, no, very no, true. for sure. Um, what's the most you've ever paid for a movie? R- that's completely off topic, but do you, do you know? For a single movie, not a box set. I, I can give you my answer. Mine was I bought Eraserhead, the David Lynch movie, 
on DVD, on DVD, Criterion, this is pre-Blu-ray, Criterion Collection, at Borders, because I was a stupid kid and I bought DVDs He's at, at Borders. Borders. Yeah, because yeah, they upcharged. Yeah. It was it was sixty dollars, Michael. That's the most I ever paid for a movie. Was sixty dollars. So okay, your movie in general, movie in general. Okay, um, Empire Strikes Back, Laserdisc, still sealed. Ooh, forty five dollars. That's not bad. No, that's that's. I, did you have you opened it and nope. watched it? because I have an open I spent copy. Twenty six dollars on a Naruto Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a week ago. <laughs> I've bought expensive sets before. I've bought no, yeah I've, sets. No, sets are I different. Don't, no. I don't. Yeah, you can't count that. But yeah. um, but anyway. Um, that's one of my most lent out movies too, is Scott Pilgrim. Is Scott Pilgrim. I, I always lend that one out. I don't because no. I'm afraid I'll never get it back. Well, I got two copies <laughs> now, so oh, because you, oh, you have, well, the I have a DVD and then I have a the steelbook. Yeah, copy. but you'd be the punk to give someone the DVD when they have, want yeah. the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's like well, I'm about to give away well my the Blu-ray player plays DVDs, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep this. I don't want to lose my my Blu-ray. But um, what was your impression of Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World, the Dude, movie, when you first it was saw it? Awesome. Did you did you instantly like it a lot? Yeah, or did I, you? Like, it, yeah, like did it without it, like first fifteen minutes, I was like, all right, like, oh, this, this is, is great. This is this is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah same. <laughs> it, like, and and the first the first volume is very identical to the first for part sure. Of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it deviates a lot later, but it's very. Whenever you were talking about earlier about uh, you're not supposed to like Scott Pilgrim. No, I liked him in a movie. I did too. He he wasn't. So now he was kind of dumb. Well, yeah, for sure. In I the, mean, but in the in the book, he's a jerk. Like I don't. I like, he really like, is. I like, kind of don't want to read it just because I like. I don't want to see because you've only side. read you've only read one and one part of two. and parts of two, parts of. But two. It, it's one of those things like. Physically, I can't see Michael Sarah being a jerk. No, he could have. Uh, there was a I movie called Paper Heart. He could have been where though. he played himself, but he also played kind of a jerky version of himself, and that's the only time I've seen him. Be but a I don't. I, it he just could have been though. Like with the, I mean, I mean, you're supposed one. You're supposed Scott is not the character you're supposed to look up to as a male. No, I <laughs> no. mean, I didn't look up to him because you know. In a world where Scott's dating a high schooler, right, and then yeah, and then true. and then Scott cheats on the high schooler. Well, he yeah. was twenty two, 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 twenty three in the movie, 20, 22 in the book. Okay, twenty three. That's what uh, I thought. And he and also the the movie takes place over a couple of weeks. The movie takes place. Over, the book takes place takes place over several years. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, huh. So there's that. Well, there you um, go. Yeah. In in the movie, he's just like I mean, it, evil X, evil X, evil X. Get him out of the way. That makes sense. I but, mean, you have to at that point. Yeah, for the movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ramona's not the the peachiest no, thing. No, Ramona. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Ramona dating twins. Too. The best. Oh, true. The best yeah. character I mean, in the movie I mean, is Wallace. Or in the book is Wallace. He's in not, the book is Wallace. I don't think the best character in the movie is uh, Wallace. No, no. In the book is not Wallace. Wallace is my favorite. I think it's a uh, guess who's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Wallace. You guess right. right. <laughs> and then he passes out. Uh, yeah, he was good in the movie. No, I I, I love Wallace. It's Macaulay Culkin, um, but. Um, and I like all the subtle, uh, well, not, I guess not subtle at all, uh, references that are just all over it, like uh, the reference to uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yep. Uh, so the characters, Stephen Stills and Young Neil. Mm-hmm. Young Neil's not his real name. They just call him that. You're right. Uh, because Stephen Stills is the name of a famous musician who was in a band with a guy named Neil Young. So they call him Young. I'm explaining ah, to Ron because I know. Look at that. I know Ron doesn't know 1960s folk music history. <laughs> I know. So I figured, <laughs> figured illuminate him. Uh, Thanks. But yeah, so Young Neil is a reference to Neil Young, the singer songwriter, awesome. who ironically Mike hates Neil Young. Really? The boss Mike. So we should play some tomorrow. I I do it regularly. Hi. When he's when he's out on the floor, I do it regularly. Well then, that's Just, something I know now. Yeah, play some Neil Young. Can we play some at the? Oh, I'm not coming. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, at D&D? Nope, don't worry about it. <laughs> the, the, nope, don't worry not, about it. Nope. That you're bailing on to go Man, watch the Patriots hey. lose? In a world it where Ron fails on D&D. By the way, this is recorded before the Patriots game. We're winning. I mean, this is on this is on tape or whatever this is. It's on We are winning. Okay. Is it on the cloud? Old man old man Hyde makes a resurgence. I don't understand the cloud. He, he never left. <laughs> yeah. I, He's talking about his laser disc. Did you hear <laughs> his sealed laser oh, I got the Star Wars on laser disc. Is this on the cloud? <laughs> How do we laser? Is, is that some sort of bug? <laughs> oh a pig. Oh, oh. man. 
Uh. Oh, bless your heart, Hyde. Bless Please, because heart. it might cave out in any minute. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Next time yeah, we go so pick up a pin <laughs> off the ground. Hyde's excitable. Don't don't get his heart riled up. It's bad. It's bad, it's bad for his heart. Uh, for the pacemaker. Um, you should have seen me on Sunday during the Green Bay Cowboys game. Woo! holding his arm. <laughs> you like Sanford and Son. Oh, it's the big one. <laughs> yeah. Esther. I'm coming. Florida. Nat- <laughs> Natalie's like, who's Esther? Like, don't worry about it. You don't uh-huh. get it. <laughs> You're too young. Like, she's like, I'm older than you are. And she's not, but. Not, be funny. She? No, no, she's not. She's not. Huh. <laughs> All right. Didn't know that. Cool beans. No. Um, no, anybody's age here. I know, but you know, it's so it's so weird now with Brian Lee O'Malley to just see him go from being a small press thing to now being in one of the major publishing houses. Yeah, that image. Yeah, um, I know with Snot Girl. Snot Girl. Yeah, that's his first. Like, I it, mean, it image. Image it. is big three. Yeah, it's bit not big two anymore. It's no, big three. It's big we discussed three. this on the image uh, spotlight sure. or focus whenever way back. It was that like was our a, third episode. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was one of the early ones. That was yeah. that was that was first ten. Yeah, for sure. Go back and listen to that one because we we go into some sort of image history. We talk a lot about a small press too during that. Yeah, we do. Um, and one of the questions we raise is: Is image, you know, indie? And the answer is no. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> Depends if, on if you have two books consistently in the top ten, you're not indie. Yeah, indie, okay. Indie as a company, no, they're not no. indie. They have an indie, but they, they have, have indie books. They have independent spirit. Yes, uh, and independent yes, values do. like creator-owned content, and yes, all that good do. stuff. But yeah, um, Snot Girl is his awesome latest book, and confusing. <laughs> it it is really confusing. Um, so I love it though. Um, my I got my girlfriend into it because she doesn't really read comics. Uh, she you know, I'll bring some things home here and there, and she'll like them. For but sure. This is the only book that she's ever read when she's like, "Well, when's number two coming out?" <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. where's number three? You know. Um, because it's it's sort of like in that world that she likes, the, yeah, uh, I mean, like yeah. fashion and yeah, you know, uh, that kind that type of stuff, all uh, the media stuff, teen slang and yeah, you know, all the stuff that Hyde doesn't understand. It is such a hard book to read <laughs> because Hyde doesn't know, you know, Hyde doesn't know. It bad. can't be that bad. They explain some of the sh- uh, shorthand slang. That's the- fine. Like five pages after it's already been said. <laughs> you know. I was like, oh wait. Oh, that's what AF means. <laughs> he has to go back and like read. Oh, that oh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Is what? that on the cloud? <laughs> Why is she throwing shade? <laughs> it, well, she, I don't see I no don't, umbrella. Don't, re- don't reference the video, all right? <laughs> Why is she throwing shade? Is she holding an umbrella? Hide? <laughs> that's a nice sun hat, but she's not throwing it. <laughs> it's very fashionable. Oh man! Why do the kids only have half a shirt? <laughs> Is that on the cloud? Uh, that, that, that's going to be the new saving for when Hyde doesn't know what something is. Is that on the cloud? That's your what's that some sort of bug? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But um, Snot Girl anyway. Uh, Snot Girl to me is um, a really good read, and I look forward to it. Yeah, for, um, sure, for, sure, for sure. Even though it's on break now. Um, I hate that it's on break. I mean, I'm so mad it's on break. As am I. It is the image way. But not five. But five issues. That seems. I'm used to it. It, They do it for every every book. But not. I I want to say it's always been like six at least. Nah, most. Well, it all depends on who you're talking to. Some some will do four. Some will do six. I'd be pissed if it was four issues and it ended the way Snot Girl. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, it fitted it <laughs> at yeah, the so fourth issue. By the been, way, we're going to go ahead and probably spoil it. There's not much to spoil. It's really not. I mean, so, it's really not. No, there's not. So Nothing's um, confirmed. Do you want to run down the plot uh, or the idea, the premise of Snot Girl for me, Ron? Snot Girl? Uh, not Snotty. What's her name? I L- Lottie. 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 But it is Snotty. It, 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 is, it is Snotty. According to Cool Girl. Um, she runs one of the most respected fashion blogs. Sure. She has to. Well, she started taking this new medicine. Mm-hmm. And the new medicine, I assume, is causing her to lose her mind. Well, we don't know that uh, in the first yeah. issue. That's. Uh, <laughs> is that on a cloud? Who <laughs> <Ooh>, a bug? <laughs> DC sucks. Oh man, so that's our three lines. <laughs> DC sucks. There you go. Yeah. Um, I like how y'all did take a pause for that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's like well, Ron and I went through this. We I, we we were looking mm-hmm. at each other and we had this unspoken conversation of do we acknowledge the buffoonery happening yeah. to my right? <laughs> like I'm, how I'm many, not even. How I many wasn't more even old <laughs> music references are we gonna get? Are you just gonna keep oh, that's like them out? the DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hood at? <laughs> <laughs> we a bunch of NWAs up in here. No, 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 no we're not. Hide. Go home. <laughs> I you can't find my car. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your blue blockers and find your car. Do you, oh, uh, do you have any Werther's original hide? No. <laughs> <laughs> not not, not in these pants. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I switched pants. <laughs> That's right. What? That's right. I'm not even, a, I don't a, even want to ask. No. We, we had an off-air discussion about why he left his wallet at home, and like it was like, well, because I switched pants and forgot to put it in the new ones. <laughs> so I imagine that's where the Werthers and the hard candy oh, is. Oh man, I don't even know. It's in old man hides other pants. What's going on? His high-waisted seersucker uh-huh, pants. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even believe you hide. Is that where you keep like the bread for the ducks? <laughs> you <laughs> mean the, the pigeons? The pigeons. Oh God. Anyway, thank you, Ronald. Please continue telling me about Snot Girl. So Lottie is taking a new medicine, yes. and then we, in late subsequent issues, think she's going maybe a little crazy. Right. But so in the first issue, she meets this girl, uh, Cool we, Girl. We'll call her Cool Girl. That's what no, that's, that's what, what they Lottie call her <laughs> because they don't have real names yeah, in this book. No, it's all redacted they, information. They, they li- some of it is. Um, she meets Cool Girl. And she has girl names for all her friends, like Cool Girl, Norm yeah, Girl. Norm Girl, like yeah. uh, Basic Girl. Right, right, exactly. But she has the little nickname. Is there a Becky? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Continue, Ron. Just, just, just ignore it. Just ignore it, and it'll go away. Is that on the cloud? <laughs> God. Okay, so I'll finish. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I don't even know. You, you, you finish. Dude, it's all right. So at towards the end of the issue, uh, her and Cool Girl, Lottie and Cool Girl, yep. go to this club. Her medicine's acting. Well, her allergies are acting up. Right. The medicine. The medicine's for the her med- allergies, right? Yes, for a- allergies. Yeah. Uh, so she goes and takes them, and then goes to the restroom, try to freshen up all this stuff. That's also where she got the name Snotty from. Cool girl. From cool girl. But uh, it, it, it's one of those weird things too. That what is she allergic to? The last time, well, issue five, it was cat allergies. Yeah, the, I remember the cat. But then at the club, it was just like, oh, no, I'm just it, having a problem. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, somebody's perfume or, I think she just had, like, really oh, bad allergies. Yeah. Like, just in general. Um, so whenever, uh, where was I? Where uh, was I? In the restroom. She, she, she had the restroom. In the restroom. Somehow she dropped her medicine on the ground. Mm-hmm. Cool girl comes in, and it looks like it looks like she tripped and hit her head on the or counter. There's a lot of blood. And well, then no, cut to waking up. No, in the that's morning. later. That's the I one. Think, the I one think, I remember. It was. Or, I think we're supposed to think that Lottie killed her. Yeah, because so I it, think I think what it was is because she kept calling her snotty. And she right. kept calling her she snot girl, and is she was getting really is? mad about and, it. And then, and then she pushed Cool Girl, right? Yeah, or something. And then Cool Girl falls, hits her head. I don't remember. That. I yeah, thought she tripped. All right. I think that I remember it the same way you right. remember and then, it. And then, Lottie's like, "Oh no, I killed somebody." Wakes up, ah, and, and doesn't remember really what ended up happening. At right. The end. And then Cool Girl ends up showing back up and is like, "Oh, you're yeah, not what, dead." Like the next issue, or issue I think three. it was like two issues. Yeah. It was two issues. Three. She didn't come back till three. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and that's right. It's, it was it's just a really weird book. It seems com- to be kind of like uh, lost in that each issue gives See, you more. It's also like Morning Glories. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I every time I talk about Morning Glories, I explain it like lost. It Each issue gives you more. Answers questions, but it's like 30 more questions need I to be like answered. I feel like Snot Girl doesn't answer and any questions. Snot Girl so. hasn't answered a single um, single question. Good job, Hyde. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I have no. I No. No, not really. They I don't know. I don't know what's up. The police officer. True, we don't know um, which 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 it's uh, that, that's a conspiracy it's cool theory. girl in disguise. Yeah, that that's one of the cool girl in drag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah or, or that the cop is uh, playing cool, playing girl. cool girl, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I don't, I don't know I, if I buy that. I'm I do, going. I, don't I buy do it. buy the theory that cool girl is not real. I'm I'm going with the theory that her drug or her allergy medication is. 
Something enhancing else. somehow some form of multiple personality disorder. Eh, after it, the it end of be. issue, after the end of issue five, obviously spoilers. Yeah, for spoilers, it. Yeah. Um, you have cool girl pushing. What was her name? Claire or something like that. The the girl is uh, always jocking her style. Uh, yeah, Norm girl. Norm Norm girl. Uh, no. Yeah, it's Norm girl. Is it Norm girl? Yeah. No, Norm girl is one of her friends. Yeah, I thought Norm girl was the cat girl that yeah. went to Japan. No, yeah, Norm girl is one of her friends. Uh, this girl doesn't have I thought she had a real name I thought she was like Claire like, or something It's like Deborah. I, I don't It's <laughs> Becky <laughs> For all I care it's Becky <laughs> Is that in the cloud? But R- so Ron's looking Apparently right At the end of it Cool girl pushes Becky over the edge of something I'm pretty sure it's Deborah. I'm Debbie. calling her Becky Okay <laughs> It's Charlene Charlene, Charlene. Is, it, is it Charlotte? Charlene Charlene. No, Charlene. That's Jolene. Char- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she pushes her over the it, edge of something, right? So and then it s- and it switches back. It was cool girl that pushed her, and then it switched back to Lottie pushing her. Right. Well, um, just going by the hand. Going, but to m- the way it looked like, I don't remember. And I think Ron, Ron, you well, guys, we're just looking five, right? at it right yeah. here. So it's, a, it's is cool girl with her. Yeah, cool girl sitting yes. next to okay. because next to Lottie. Because the thing is, is that kind of. Lottie Lottie had blood on her hands. She pushed Charlene. No, Char- you see, a, you see a hand with blood on it. It was Lottie. Lottie had blood it's on a, her hands. It's a close well, up. All right. So what happens in the panel? I'll go oh. panel to panel. Now you, can, you can, uh, okay. Cool girl shows up while Lottie and uh, Charlene are talking. Uh. Cool girl touches her head, and you see blood on her hands, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to touch uh, Charlene. Well, we think it's a push. Sure, but also at the same time, and then Cool Girl has or not Lottie has blood on her face too, and she touched the blood on her face. See, I don't, I don't, I think. So you don't know who's. I also don't know if. Cool girl is real or unreal at this point. I don't think she's real. I don't think she's real. I I, I also don't. I also don't think Charlene's real. But I also think I, that I don't believe because the boyfriend's dating her. Is right. he? Yes. Yes. Is he? Yes. Because every time or he was every time they're every time they're around, I also think the boyfriend's fake though. Too. Oh my god! Oh, oh. I'm a, I'm actually oh I'm actually kind of. A, <laughs> Everyone except for the ones that she has the girl name for, so Norm Girl and every, yeah. I believe the boyfriend's fake. I believe Cool Girl, Charlene. I've heard people think that the cops fake too. Lottie's fake. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, look at her. <laughs> wow, savage. New Year, new savage hide. Oh man. But you know, it, it's kind of funny too because when I, I have a couple friends that actually do model work, mm-hmm. um, and I was like. Read this, uh huh. And I mean, they're twenty-something-year-olds. Sure, sure. So, so they get that lingo. So they get the lingo <laughs> that you don't get. <laughs> um, and a lot of them are like, "Yeah, this is pretty much how the fashion industry is." Really? Yeah, I mean, it's it it's cutthroat, and everyone hates each other, but they're all smiling and happy. Right? Yeah, I that believe it. Um, but I really dig this book. I mean, no, uh, even awesome. I mean the ending. Or, or the the fact that they're taking a break the between five finale. and six. <sighs> the midseason finale is kind of annoying, but that's it, just the image way. Every, so you just gotta deal with it. At least it didn't cut every, the black. Every single yeah. one. Yeah, like the like the Sopranos. Um, was that See, what you yeah, that, that, that's yeah. what I was. Y'all should read some more image books. And get used to it. No, but the, I, but the Sopranos ending. That's the end of the series. so yeah. it's a little different. Oh, well, and that's I'm an art. That's an art also choice. Talking about comics. I know what he was talking about. Sopranos. I know. I'll wait for trades on image books. I mean, I mean, I sure, but you have to, month to there's, month. Yeah. there's breaks in between image books. I mean, trades, if you want to think about it. That's like fine. That, you so. realize how much stuff I get every week anyway. True. That's true. true. Like, I'm three trades behind on Saga. Like, I just, yeah, well, just you know. I'm five. <laughs> how many are there? Six. six. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I thought. It's like, there's six, right? So he's saying he's read one. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let me rephrase that. I'm five and a half. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Well, then. Um, it's good. Good. I didn't like Sokka. good. But, you know, and it's it's funny, too, because he's got a new OGN coming out, too. Um, original graphic novel, yes. for those that don't know the lingo. I know lingo. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. You know comic lingo. That doesn't count. <laughs> it's but a VGF plus. <laughs> Slight spine wear. Pulled staple. Yeah, rolled spine. 
but uh, he's got a new one called Worst World. Worst World. Worst World. Um, which takes place in Los Angeles. From is what he I'm understanding, he is. It's all. It's all it's him. Just him. Right. Um, he put out. I think it was like a hundred copies at San Diego last year. Did he really? Um, and then there has been no word of the book ever since. Huh. Okay. Um, weird. It has a 2017 expected date. For sure. Just no cool. one knows really what it's pertaining to. Um, they know once again it's another coming of age twenty something year old of story. Course. Yeah, I mean, um, probably with some words I don't understand. And <laughs> <laughs> but is it's that, supposed to be in the cloud. <laughs> it's supposed to be a uh, three three graphic novels. That's okay. cool. So and it, this and, and they're coming out, you know, as novels, not as single. Issues. Yeah, correct. We know what company is coming out through Image. Oni, I think. I think. Oni? I think it might be Oni again. I think it's cool. I think all of his OGN Surprise. stuff is through Oni. Well, seconds through, yeah, yeah it seconds, was. Seconds it was okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, hopefully, that's, I mean that's something to look forward to. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah for sure. Whenever um, actual a real announcement comes out for it, I mean, I follow him on. I follow him on his social Instagram. thing, and I, he hasn't posted anything about it. So actually, he does. He posts actually. I, well, I know he posts stuff, but I don't think I haven't no, seen him post anything about. He's posting the world. He's he's posting all the uh, characters. Is on that his Instagram, that that's all. Okay. Every th- every art thing you see on his Instagram right now is actually all the character designs he's been working on. That makes sense. Um, for the book. Yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But it, it's kind of interesting to see that because I actually do. I'm right now in the process of getting some of his art. Oh, he for did sure. a yeah, yeah, yeah. he did a design for an LA game shop that was really cool and I really liked because there aren't that many pages of his that intrigue me enough for the price tag that they have on it yes <laughs> oh he did the cover it for uh for fez that indie game yeah that came out a couple years ago uh, that's cool um but no he does a lot of like just random little things too um but no um this is, we'll get back, getting back to scott pilgrim really quick um i just w- if someone comes to you and asks you hey i've heard of brian lee o'malley would you hand them first scott pilgrim or would you go for snot girl seconds yeah, seconds. I'd say seconds too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Why? I think seconds is one. I think seconds is more accessible. You think so? Is it really? Well, in, well, in terms of content. Well, yeah, because because yeah, Snot Girl is not for everyone. No, and neither is. I guess Scott Pilgrim. If you if you don't like video games, it it's going to be a little less interesting to you. True. Because yeah, all the, all the little game jokes are going to yeah. be over yeah. your head. You know. Or you're not going to get the picking up the coins thing. Like, right. that's from River City Ransom, you know. Um, or, you know, all these little things. Yeah, right. Like, all Sex right. Bob-omb. Yeah, you get that's, sure. a, that's a Mario reference. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess Seconds would be the one. You wouldn't say Lost to Sea? Well, one, because it's so... You can't find yeah, it. Yeah, you can't find oh, it. Oh, well, yeah, But on same. top of that, I think that one is... You really have to get into his style of art and his style of writing... Before it's very stark, it, right? It is very stark. It's very dark, and it's very depressing. Gotcha. Um, it's not something I can tackle in a night. So if you like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac... It's, no, it's it's not <laughs> even that I'm, bad. I'm, I'm I mean, that's that's like an extreme. Yeah, that is. Um, but his new... His, Worst World is actually going to kind of follow in the same vein as Scott Pilgrim. It's going to very heavily punk rock music related. Okay, that, cool that's cool. I like, I like that. I like the music... Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting aspect. to see yeah, how like that the, all plays yeah. out. There's not enough good music related books like Wicked and Divine, Killjoys, Killjoys, um, um, Phonogram. I mean, by the uh, yeah, same the, team. All, almost all that stuff aside from Wicked and Divine, that's all stuff that's already done. True. Oh, you're talking current stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No current well, stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, you can find anything. You can find all that stuff. Like I, I liked uh, that damn band. That was okay. Oh, Limbo was cool. Yeah. Which one? Nobody read Limbo. Limbo was no, pretty cool. It was. Like the game? No. <laughs> I mean, there's no. Is that on the cloud? <laughs> and I mean, there's Josie too. Yeah, yeah Josie. Josie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that would be. Yeah, I, I like Josie a lot. Josie and uh, Wicked would be the only two. Yeah. Wicked and Divine. Current one. Yeah. ones. I need to read Wicked and Divine. I haven't read it. It's of good, that. man. It's yeah. about to be a TV show. Is it possibly really? at some uh, well, point? So it got maybe. optioned. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. That. But that was. Oh uh, yeah. So. I mean, didn't Saga got optioned too? But I mean, that's not gonna happen. So did I mean. Sex criminals, sex. True. Peter Pan's are Faust. They list Deadly me some. Deadly class is uh, coming out soon though. So. Deadly class. Postal. Well, he, he just started working on it recently. So. Why the last man? Why the last? Well, yeah, that one. That's been in development <laughs> forever. forever. I mean, then they he, made like that fake 
last man TV show. Yeah. yeah. Zach Galifianakis or whatever. Right. I is, was, yeah, I think it was Zach Galifianakis. Is that him producing it? Or? No, that was him starring in it. No, no, no. no I'm thinking something else. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting because I, it's funny too because people come up and we're like, well, I've read Brian Lee O'Malley. Where do I go from there? I was like, well, if you've read all these things, well, a lot of my times I'll just go, well, here's Gene Yang. Okay. That that's American born Chinese boxers and saints. All that stuff is a good transition period between. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Is like if, I mean, Brian Lee O'Malley is excellent and awesome, but he has a you can you can read his catalog in a week. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can get yeah. through all of it in a week if you have the week off, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, even at the, I I remember seconds probably only took me like maybe two hours to actually sit down and read. Right, I yeah. know. But I mean, like if you have a whole day off, you could probably read all everything he's ever yeah. published. Uh, every major work he's published, yeah. if you can find it. Um, but so that means it's going to leave you wanting more of that type of thing. Right. Um. So uh, so you said Gene Yang. Yeah. Uh, American born Chinese and Boxers and Saints. Boxers and Saints is going to be a little bit drier I guess in a sense it definitely deals a lot more on the boxer rebellions obviously right um so that that one may not be for everyone but if you're going for that same kind of feel I think American born Chinese is actually a really good one to jump into um and then obviously I mean a lot of people don't want to go into uh, DC or stuff I mean he's writing new Superman which I know a lot of people have kind of really oh, enjoyed yeah, for sure um and then level up, actually. Level up, if you want a good transition between Scott Pilgrim and something kind of in the same vein, level up's a really good one. It's about, once again, American Chinese traditions. Um, and obviously, stereotypes exist for a reason. Right. But in the book, his dad wants him to be a doctor. Of course. Yeah. But he wants to be a professional video game player. Oh, well, Excellent. every kid's dream. <laughs> Um, so that's kind Still of my dream. that. That's kind of the whole premise to level up. Ron, you got to get good at Rocket League first. I was playing it, Ron. You just today. have to get good. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually get. top every game I played. What were you doing? Doubles or three v three? Standard. Um, okay. Are you rank. Doing, are you doing competitive? Yeah, of course. Okay. When we do one on one again, though, I won't play you yeah, ever again. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because got because I don't want to beat you bad again. Oh, is uh, again, uh, Ronald. I know, I'm sorry. I beat you 10 to 1. I know, hey, hey, don't put out numbers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, redact that from the record. Like, it's not girl. But um, also, I beat you. I, would, I'd I beat say you at one point. I don't remember Let that. Me grow up. Yeah, one, one, <laughs> one, maybe when you're older, kid. Uh, but I would also say maybe like Love and Rockets. You could go pick that up. If Love you, and Rockets is a good you, one, yeah. If you like... If you like Scott Pilgrim and Brian Lee O'Malley, you might pick up Love and Rockets, which is another like super big indie book that um, I'm, I'm surprised they never did anything with that in terms of. But it's uh, that one's that one's a little more out there. Adult. Yeah, Con- adult. Uh, that one's yeah. a, a lot more adult than Scott. I think Scott Pilgrim was more accessible for everyone, right? Even if you didn't get some of the old '80s gaming and music references, right. I it's think still, it's yeah. it's still accessible enough yeah. for everyone. You're right. Um, I. <laughs> Love and Rockets is definitely maybe an eighteen and up. Oh no, series. It, no, no, it for sure is. But I see. To me, Scott Pilgrim is eighteen and up just to get all the jokes. But I mean, you know, not, well, not so is Family Guy. But you know, dirt, not because it's I mean, dirty, but because. Um, what's the internet for? It's Ron, on the cloud. The age, Ron, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the cloud. When you were. F- they even make the joke. They have like Joe Pesci on there, and they go, "Do you see this? Oh, I forgot. You're all 14. This uh, is a real sure. wise guy." Yeah. <laughs> and then you know the 14 year olds had their they have to figure out who Joe Pesci is. is. No, they type in wise guy. Who <laughs> yeah. No, <is> <laughs> oh, is that like the Sopranos? What's that? Uh, oh, freaking kids today, right, Hyde? Telling me, <laughs> I knew it. Um, but and then y'all look at me because I've never seen the Sopranos. So there you go. Yeah. He, your your media exposure is deficient, Ron. I know, I know. I've got the box set. Work your way through I mean, it. I mean, yeah. after you finish Game of Thrones. True, very true. Um, man, it's getting really good. Anyway, that will skip on Game of Thrones because I'm I'm working my way through season six. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> so proud of you, boy. Yep, I know. Where are you at, Ron? Uh, five, five five still. Five five. I'm a it, I'm so a it, we all. Like everyone here who hadn't watched it, me, Chris, David, and Ron, all started watching it at the same time. I don't remember why, because I think because six had just well, ended. No, well, yes. Why but did we start? 
Because I got those Blu-rays. No, you got those later. We didn't. No, you didn't start watching it on the Blu-rays. You, yeah, no, you started watching it on. on no, he started watching. I started it watching the Blu-rays. Blu-ray. Was it was yeah. the Blu-rays because he won the Blu-ray set. Because I won the Blu-ray set, and I was like, "Well, I Is have to watch it? it now." Okay. And, and then, then Chris wanted to watch it, and I wasn't about. To, oh, I let him borrow them after season one. months. Right, right, right. Of me having them. Right, and Chris and David powered through and them really yeah, quickly. Yeah, Chris and David was and like, you, was, "You and I got through one through four very quickly." Yeah, and then just stopped in the middle of five for right. no good reason. Yeah, yeah, for literally no good reason. I didn't stop enjoying it. No, I just, just, I just, I just, stuff, I just stopped, and yeah. you know, Luke Cage came out, right? Or yeah, whatever. Um, and I have no excuse, but I finally uh, am nearly caught up. I'm halfway through six. Um, now I need to. Yeah. Because, I mean, it comes back in June and July, and so we're going to do true, Game of Thrones stuff true. on here. So, yeah, no, yeah, we're going to need to be uh, prepped for that. Uh, I also want to read the books. Hi, have you read the books? I've read the first two. I I hear really mixed things about them, so I don't know. Um, I, I know this is not at all related to Brian Lee O'Malley, um, but um, I a lot of the complaints I hear about the Game of Thrones books uh, are that... They're uh, never finished. Well, that, and that George R. <laughs> R. Martin's writing is just really weird, and that he's very... He writes the same way about sex as he does write about food. It's like it's very <laughs> just grossly oh, descriptive. Yeah, yes. Gra- okay. Oh, yeah. Not, super no, graphic. Not, it that, is. not that the sex is gross, but that the feast scenes are gross. Like, he'll have, like, four pages for a feast, and it's like, and the juices, you know, just all these horrible, it's like, ugh, who wants to read this? Hey, I mean, that end, like, it gets more compressed as the books go on. So, like, the first book is, like, a year. Yeah. And then by the time the last book is out, it's, like, this book takes place over a week. The one thing huh. I the one thing I think I can say I like about the books more than I like about the series right now is that the books heavily focused on the aspects of battle. There was a lot more okay. of it, like, here's Rob Stark planning his battle against Jamie Lannister. Right. Oh, okay. for sure. Okay. So... It's a lot more of the politics and the war aspect, but yeah, you get huh, you get through those books and the, like there's like twelve pages of just just sex, sex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm so also surprised there's never been a comic about it. But that's also, there is, yeah, but not well, not a, not a direct adaptation, not not of all of it. Oh no no, it, I mean, well just, you can't do a direct adaptation yeah, of that. I, I know. <laughs> But anyway, um, so let's let's wrap this up um, about Brian Lee O'Malley here, and not Game of Thrones and Sopranos and everything else we've talked about. Um, Ron, what's your opinion of Brian Lee O'Malley? What, where, if someone were to ask you to sum him up, um, I think he's one of one of the top writer artists in the industry. Right. I think he's very good at what he does. Because it's his art is very cartoonish. Yeah, well, but he his, is a cartoonist. But that's what how his he started stories out. are very not adult, but but they're not. They're I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard not to adult, describe. It's not adult as in dirty, right? But it's adult in that the themes and the ideas right. are kind of um, like like Zootopia. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like, just like, like random, like animated movies that like it's like anybody they have can, a deeper meaning. Anybody to it. can watch Zootopia. Right. But adults are going to get more. Right. Out of get it. the yeah. Right. Like the concepts and For all that sure. stuff. What? 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 <laughs> is it on the cloud? Hide? Is it? It's on the cloud. Well, yeah. Zootopia is on the cloud. He's got code. <laughs> just don't know how to access it without my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my nephew over here to fix my Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> But uh, what about you, Hyde? What's what what's what's your um, if someone were to ask you to sum him up in you know, you know, couple sentences? What's your what's your opinion on on the man? As of right now, it's pretty good as long as he doesn't screw me out of art. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Are you, so are you trying to are you Hi, actually, are you trying to buy that page? Yeah. Don't be not a page. It's like a, I mean, it's a decent size. I think it's like twenty four by thirty six. What's that going to go for? Don't worry about it. I'm okay. not going to sell you on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so so that much. Okay. No, I, I'm just not going to say it on the podcast. I understand. I'm just um, that it's gauche. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, gauche. It's a, it's a. It's not a slang word. That's an old word. Gauche means like ostentatious. Like, oh, okay. All right. I, it's just a word. I'm. Yeah. G a u c h e. Gauche. Okay. I learned a new word today. There you go. As I, as did I. I'm fine with that. <laughs> ostentatious, Ron. Thanks, <laughs> 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 boy. Ostentatious is, you know, uh, overly elaborate. Oh, a word. Gauche. Uh, gauche is just like. What's a word? Gauche would be like if someone 
is like overly showing their wealth. What's or, overly? Yeah, overly. <laughs> wealth <laughs> is when someone. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. I, as the beside the point on yeah, the art yeah. thing. But I think he's he's a good jump start for small press independent stuff. That's not image. Because I, I, I know a lot of people now, especially nowadays, that are just tired of seeing image number ones. Oh, my gosh. I know. There's a new there one. There are a ton of them. There's I mean, a new one out this yeah, one, last week. Yeah, there's a new one out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so there's, there's just, a new one. There's, there's like two a month, it feels like. At, I'm, five a probably, month? There's probably five a month, and we least, just don't order them. There's probably at least once a week. Like one a week, averaging. Yeah, for I sure. Because I mean, there's multiple weeks. There's more than one new image. Right. One. So like, if you average them all together, there's probably forty-five to fifty. Yeah. They don't all. Not, they, most of them don't stick. And the one, it's kind of surprising I mean, on ones depends. that stick. I mean, it's. It depends on who reads them. I mean, it depends on the market. I mean, because right. I know and some stuff all, sells differently at and not all of them are Washington intended. And not all of them are intended to be ongoing. Right. So like, I true, mean, very you true. know, so. I mean, because there's. Yeah, there's some books I know that's ended at 12 issues and or f- or eight six issues or yeah, six, yeah, yeah. So. or get canceled at 23 and then and then sure. get brought back for <laughs> three years <laughs> with a different artist. Uh, oh, that sucks. Poor really? Hyde. Yeah, they change artists. But, change. It end, but it ended. It ended. It You're ended. Happy about it, right? No. Oh well then. Because I was fine with my imagination on how it ended. And then, and then the reality said. And then the reality said, and then they ended the book. You know, it's it's not the ending I wanted. He's talking about Peter Pan's Faust for those that he don't is know. He's talking about Peter Pan's Faust, uh, which is going to be a TV show, maybe never, never. Yeah. Um, but it's optioned. I don't, I don't know. They had um, oh, I can't remember his name. Me, once upon a time, they had um, uh, Ron Perlman as the SS Captain Hook. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> yeah, they, and it was like Elijah Wood was going to be Peter. and uh, I, That I can totally see. Summer Glau was supposed to be Tiger Lily. I don't know who Summer Glau is. Um, you remember the Terminator series, Sarah Chronicle? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the TV series? Yeah. Okay. She was the Terminator. Oh. And she was in Firefly. And okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and for me, like, I think uh, if, if someone asked me uh, my thoughts and opinions on Brian Lee O'Malley, I'd say it's someone that is definitely... Uh, carved their own path in the comics industry. It's someone who is definitely a role model in that you can get your own stuff out there and be successful at it. I think he's sure. definitely a role model to the younger generation of like, look, I started out doing letters for the for this company. I did, I, I, he lettered comics right. and you know worked his way up and eventually you know look, he's got you know, Household name books, you know, and but movies. You know, it's it's funny when you say something like that too. It's just like, yeah, look, this random guy can just go up. It's it's kind of like the same thing with like the music. Career. I don't know if you've ever seen those like weird videos of like, you know what? Yeah, playing guitar is easy. You know what's hard about being a musician? Getting a contract and yeah, actually yeah. getting paid to exactly. do it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just it. But you know, you but you you need the the inspiration of that of that. Every everyone needs a hero. Every For sure. every you know aspiring comic book person needs a hero, and I think he's definitely a good one. Whereas like you can have a person like um, Al Moore, who is a, a a bad example because yeah, I was about to say I don't know if I want him as a role model. Well, no, not not because of content, but he's a bad role model because like. He is not really accessible. He's not really. He, he doesn't he's care not, about the industry that much anymore. No, he's not. Re- he's not really relatable. You know, whereas Brian Lee O'Malley, he writes content that is like super palatable to everybody, pretty much, um, and it's just you know popular with uh, a younger audience. And you know, I I just and and this is coming from a person who loves Alan Moore, but I don't think Alan Moore is like the role model unless you want to be like the most you know super erudite you know comic writer you know. Um, but I think Brian Lee O'Malley definitely has carved his own little place in comics history, and I think there could definitely be a chapter about him in the comic history book. Oh, for sure. You know, I think I think he definitely has earned that. Uh, and 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 he's still like he was born in '79, so he's got lots of years for to sure. keep yeah. making content. Uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to a uh, Worst World and same for Snotgirl to and finish. Yes, whenever I mean he hasn't said if. It was like a mini or anything. Oh, has spring. It's coming back in spring. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not going to stop at. It's not as of right now. We don't know it's going to be if it's going to stop at For twelve sure. or not. Okay. We don't know. Okay. Um, but it's also one of those series that I don't know if I want this to go on for thirty plus issues. True. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think they, they could sustain it. I don't think it, I don't think it could be as good as. 
It's like the UK office. I think it's good that it was two seasons and two Christmas specials because that was enough and it was perfect. And you just, if if they had gone kept going on with it, it wouldn't have been as good all the way throughout, and it would have had those bad seasons and you know sort of like the American office is it's considered to be really good, but you know it has its hits and its misses. For sure. Whereas the UK one has the two full seasons and two one-hour specials, and that was it. Perfect television, you know, all that stuff. It's like Seinfeld. Seinfeld also is not perfect all the way through. But this one, I think they could, with Snowgirl I'm pointing at, uh, they could end it and have it, you know. Th- th- there, There is certain, something to the creative creativity of ending something, knowing for when sure. to end something. For sure, for sure. Not just keeping it going. Because, um, I mean, he could have kept doing Scott Pilgrim forever. Yeah. He I mean, but I, people would still buy, I'd still buy him. Yeah. I you mean, know, they could, he could have 40 of those books out by now. You very know? true. You know. But cool um, girl's not real. Oh, I was, yeah. I was, I was. Hyde anal- was just reading the. the no, I was kind of analyzing it, and we'll talk about it again later. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. it. Okay, later. Uh, but uh, anyway, come in and talk to us about Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, tell us your conspiracy theories for Snot Girl, and if yes, you haven't read please. it, what are you doing? Come in and buy it and read it. Uh, and I trade comes out in February. Trade does come out it in February, does. so uh, that's very soon. Um, and pick up the scup. Pilgrims and col- the Scott Pilgrim color editions. If yeah, you haven't picked those up, those are cool. really neat. Um, I read it in um, uh, black and white, but the colors are really good. Um, it really reminds me of the Scott Pilgrim video game, which we didn't talk about at all. But that game is great. Uh, love that game. And <laughs> it is a really fun game. And, and, like get some friends together. And, well, I game. love it because when it first came out, it was designed. There was no online multiplayer. You had to play it on the couch. Yeah, but yeah you had to come, which is the yeah. best. And they don't, they don't just don't do that anymore. They eventually later put an online patch out, but like three yeah. years after the game was out. For sure. But anyway, come in and talk to us about your experience with Scott Pilgrim. What was it like to see it the first time in the theater? Um, what you think of Brian Lee O'Malley? Maybe you hate him for some crazy reason. I don't. I've never met anybody that doesn't you know like his work. Um, he's one of those you know universally you know, appealing yeah, artists. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. But um, anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Thanks for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support you give us. Uh, it really keeps us going and. Uh, just uh, really thank you very much for doing this. Later, guys. This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>